to you. Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. How you doing this morning? I'm Kevin Millard, your host. Thank you for joining me on the show this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland on the south side of Lacrosse and Shelby Mall, and also by Roscoe's Live Bait and Tackle in Toma. Uh, Roscoe's uh, Don and Company will be bringing you the conditions report here in just a few moments, and we'll uh, we'll get you set for the the weekend here. It's not as bad. I I thought, you know, for sure we we're going to see a little bit more rain today, and 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 maybe we will here. I'm kind of looking at the the radar here. We might see a, a little bit here this morning, but nothing too major anyway. And if it does, I don't think it's going to be around too long. Like I said, I'm looking at the radar this morning here, and yeah, it's over in the like Albert Lee and kind of moving west right now, but. Um, yeah, it's not bad. I think we'll uh, it'll, it'll be kind of a cloudy, overcast. Um, I guess what I would maybe consider sort of a, you know, an October fall kind of a day. Sometime, you know, we we get you know kind of kind of split between the nice blue skies and sunshine, and and then you know it's like it seems like half and half for October, and we're on the cloudy half today anyway. So, but hey, we'll get the other half tomorrow. Sounds pretty nice. Doesn't uh, don't think we'll uh, won't be too bad. I do want to get out and try a little uh, try a little fishing. Get uh, out there and take advantage of the great fall opportunities out there as well, and maybe uh, latch on to some nice bluegill fillets for dinner. That's uh, that does sound kind of good, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, uh, you know, depending on, you know, maybe a little fresh duck as well, perhaps. So <laughs> that uh, that's also a possibility uh, as well. Um, a little easier, I think, probably to, to clean the fish than to clean the duck. But on the plus side with the duck, though, uh, I'm just, I'm thinking like, ooh, think of all the fly tying feathers that you can maybe get from that. But that's just, try not to, you know. Waste not, want not. Those feathers come in handy. So, but anyhow, that's just that's just me. But yeah, it does sound like uh, it, it won't be too bad. So that's uh, that's a good thing. I'm looking to, and I'm just kind of looking to get out and and you know we're getting to that point of the year where it's really just nice to you know, you know take a hike in the woods or just. I, I you know I'm looking to to maybe get out and just take a nice drive scenic drive around the area and you know do the social distance thing and not uh, not have to worry about encountering other folks unless you pass them in the car on the road but um, and just uh, just get out there and, and take advantage of the uh, the fall colors I think we're uh, getting to be, getting to be and maybe you know we're we're kind of getting there I know. Like uh, last week, week and a half ago, it was it was starting, and and uh, I haven't been out much this past week, so I'm hoping that it's improved considerably in some of the places I know I want to go, and um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think it uh, should be a nice a nice weekend, albeit a little cool. Sounds like next weekend will be pretty nice too. So uh, that. Uh, we can take advantage of of both opportunities, as a matter of fact. So, but anyway, regardless, I hope you get a chance to get out and do uh, a, a little recreating here during the uh, the weekend here, and you know whether or not it's uh, maybe some, uh, like I said, hiking or fishing, maybe doing a little hunting, you know, uh, or just uh, just a walk in the woods. Maybe take the cameras or the the, the binoculars, 
I should get the, uh, and I had them on a, uh, earlier this year anyway. Um, I should get those, now that I think about it, I should get the local bird watching folks back on because this is a great time of year to get out and, and really see some some just great amounts of, of neat and different birds that you normally don't see throughout the course of the year here as they uh, start to migrate south here. So we're, yeah, I can remember. I'll, I'll write that down, I think. So don't be surprised if we get some of the, the bird-watching folks on uh, here in the, the coming weeks. Trying to get some good shows lined up here for you. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, the, the one I had lined up, uh, I was hoping to get lined up for today, and just it's like the guy broke his leg and, and you know, spent a little time in the hospital and, and unfortunately was not uh, able to make it and, Probably could have just said no, but didn't want to be on the show. But, well, <laughs> so hopefully get him uh, on here in the next uh, few weeks and uh, and see how that goes. So, but anyway, like I said, uh, it'll just be you and me today, and, and we'll cover a little a bit of ground, some news, uh, got a bunch of different news stories, that uh, a couple things I didn't uh, get a chance to get to last weekend that uh, – I think are of note, and of course, uh, you know, we're in the the prime time of fishing here. So let's just kind of dive right into the uh, uh, let's do the condition. Actually, yeah, let's do the conditions report here right now, uh, and that's brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. Stop on out and see Don, uh, and and he'll be yeah he'll get you what you need to to head out on a for a successful day on the water there, whether it's uh, you know minnows or a nice. Uh, Nice, big, juicy night crawlers, or you need some tackle, need some lures, they'll get you taken care of. So uh, stop on out and, and see Don. He'll uh, he'll point you in the right direction and give you a pretty good idea of what uh, what's biting where uh, out in the out in the Toma area there. So I'd like to swing out and maybe try a little, just for a little something different or whatever, try a little walleye fishing out by Petenwell out in there and take the camera along. And that's a great place to see bald eagles too. So I need to need to start thinking about putting that on the calendar here in the next uh, couple of weeks as well. But anyhow, let's, uh, let's take a look at the, the conditions report here this morning. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the, uh, uh, river stage right now sitting at five, five and a quarter feet. I mean, it is, uh, and it is, uh, it is flat, um, across the board here so you know we're looking at at real stable river conditions right now which is uh, which is phenomenal um and you know with no real rain in the forecast here uh and i'm not really seeing anything you know heavy in to the north there that's gonna you know come down our way and, and mess things up so i think we're looking at at, at fairly reasonable uh, level conditions in terms of uh, river stage here for the next several days so that's uh uh, going to be a good indicator of 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 fish activity here too, and I think the other thing that's that's, that's spurring the fish on uh, in terms of activity is uh, the water temperature. Uh, last week when we were uh, together for the show here, it was in the mid I want to say like sixty four, sixty five, somewhere in that neck of the woods, and it's uh, it's come down. Now we're into the upper sixties. Across the board here, 58, uh, 58 in Trempolo, uh, Dresback in Genoa at 59, 61 down in Lynxville. Uh, so, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's come down several degrees. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I know it's going to be a little warmer in some of the backwater areas here as it, it warms up later in the day. But, yeah, I mean, we've had some uh, cooler days and uh, cooler evenings here. So that water temperature and, I, you know, just looking at the forecast here, I certainly – you know, it might warm up a few degrees during the course of the week, but I think, uh, you know, it's going to, you know, we get some of these cooler evenings here. Um, it, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if we've come down another three, four degrees maybe by the time uh, next weekend rolls around. But I guess we'll just uh, <clears throat> just have to see about that. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's coming down, and I think, therefore, uh, you know, it, like I said, it's 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 spurring the fish on. Uh, all the reports that I'm seeing and hearing, 
are, are that the, the, the fishing is really, really good right now. Um, in, uh, for, for, again, a lot of different species here as they start to think about getting ready for uh, the winter season ahead here. So, uh, you know, the, the, the panfish bite is doing very, very well. Uh, the bluegills, uh, like I said, uh, like I've said here the last several weeks, you know, the, the, this is a, the, the best time of the year to find those slab bluegills, just find those monster bluegills. Uh, and, uh, it, 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 if you're looking to kind of stock the freezer up for the, uh, uh, the coming months, man, this is the time of the year to do it. And, and we've got some, uh, some good conditions for that right now. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the large bluegills are, are, uh, you know, and again, it doesn't have to be anything complicated, you know, just a little chunk of night crawler. Um, you're looking along, uh, you know, some timber maybe uh, you can find some crappie in there, and I'll talk about them in just a moment here. But uh, you know, you can find find the bluegills in in some of those uh, uh, channel borders and sloughs and things like that. Some of the the, the places where um, you know things are going to be washing in and out, moving in and out off the off the channel. There, uh, those are going to be the kind of places where you know minnows and and other little things that uh, the fish are going to be keying in on as well. Um, wouldn't be surprised, too, if you find a few slab bluegills in uh, some of the weed areas as well, if you can find some uh, uh, insect activity in the, the weed beds as well uh, along uh, in there, too. I think, they'll, uh, I think they'll be lurking in there. So uh, that's uh, another place to, to give thought to as well. Uh, as far as the, the crappie bite, like I mentioned a moment ago, that's doing very, very well. Um, and again, you're looking at, at, uh, timber and places along those lines. Um, and again, just, a, a, a jig and a minnow combination, very simple to use and very easy to, uh, uh, make work for you here. Uh, again, you're looking, uh, you know, for areas with, with a, a downed tree in the water, someplace where they can, you know, they've got a little protection, but still can. Uh, ambush the uh, the schools of minnows that are, are moving around. Um, something along those lines as well. Excuse me, I got a tickle in my throat this morning here. Uh, it's dry in the studio. Um, but I'll have to... Somebody left a, the remnants of some beverages out in the other part of the studio, or the building here in no, it's <laughs> it's Bud Light. No, thanks. Uh, but anyhow, um, I'll stick with water. It's probably eh, about the same thing. Uh, anyhow, no, it's, anyhow. Uh, but yeah, the, the 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 crappie bite is 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 doing well. Uh, a lot of places, uh, a lot of down trees that that you're looking for here too. Uh, again, uh, there's going to be. I, I think they'll. You know, if if you can find those places where you know there's maybe uh, some insect activity still going on, um, uh, those are going to be the kind of places that, you know, and that's what they're going to be looking for in, in some of those places is just uh, uh, little insects that they can uh, latch onto, uh, but also, again, the schools of minnows that are uh, are still swimming around and are still yeah, visible if you keep, you know, if you can find them anyway and, um so that's uh, that's kind of the panfish bite here. I'm not really let's see here. Yeah, it, kind of the same thing with the uh, the perch bite too. I'm just kind of moving up here in terms of size of fish here. We're starting small and working big, uh, but uh, the perch bite uh, doing very very well right now. Uh, you're going to find them in the backwater areas. Uh, I'm thinking someplace along the lines of the. Um, I'd love to get up in the, the, the Three Lakes area up by Trempola right now. Uh, there's so many little, little, you know, little backwater areas uh, that uh, I know are holding some nice perch, and I, I know they're holding some nice bluegills as well. Um, but uh, um, and they're not, and and I I think pretty much across the board in terms of panfish, they're not going to be that deep. You know, five, seven, eight feet of water. Uh, you know, and again. For the perch, you know, you could use just a, uh, a night crawler and, and hook, um, and they'll uh, they'll go to town. Be careful because they're they're little pickpockets. Um, but yeah, the the perch, you know, you find um, 
I haven't heard any reports anything of, of larger perch, but I mean, just the I guess it's just kind of the perch bite in general is uh, is doing pretty well right now. Uh, in terms of the bass bite, uh, the hearing some good things about the the smallmouth bite. Uh, you're looking at uh, uh, rock structure. Um, I would imagine you might be able to pick a few off on some of the the wing dams as well um, uh, along the main channel, uh, but. Uh, you know, again, those uh, those closing dams, some of those areas that are, are uh, where the where you can get into the the backwaters and the sloughs and things like that, um, those kind of points and areas are also going to be places where uh, you might find uh, find some smallmouth um, and maybe a, a few largemouth mixed in there as well. I, I think the smallmouth are going to be kind of more on the uh, in the rocky places. You know, maybe some bridge pilings, uh, those kinds of places as well um i wouldn't be surprised too if you if you find a a, uh, a few largemouth too and and they're biting very well uh, as well um oh anyway i was gonna say back up here just to check my notes that uh, uh you know if you're fishing like a you know a crankbait of some kind or another fishing along the rocks uh that's that's what i think would be the go-to as far as the uh uh the smallmouth bite goes um you know it, again um, I don't really, you know, I'm not really, I, I don't have the, the, in terms of like the depth or whatever, but yeah, I mean, you know, you're, if you, if you're working the wing dams, you, you know, you've got your electronics, just be working some of those, uh, uh, wing dam areas there and just, um, uh, maybe working a little bit off, uh, off the bottom there a little bit, uh, um, but, uh, yeah, the smallmouth bites doing very, very well in terms of the largemouth bite, uh, they're still kind of hanging out in some of the weed bed areas, uh, weed lines, uh, and again, uh, you probably find a few along the uh, those channel borders as well, and, and inlets to the backwaters and sloughs. Um, they're going to be hanging out there as well. You know, like the other fish, you know, looking for the minnows and things like that. That and you know, smaller fish that they can uh, start to gobble up here as uh, we get closer to winter. Uh, the the walleye bite. Um, again, you're going to be finding them. Uh, with the, uh, uh, I, you know, you got a, you got a choice. I, I, I think either one would probably work, and and that's either crankbaits or just uh, you know, uh, night crawlers, something along those lines. But uh, you're looking at, uh, I think I would probably just kind of key in on on finding some wing dams in there, uh, in in those kinds of places where uh, where the walleyes are going to be. Um, haven't really seen much in terms of. Guys having success up by the locks and dams as well for the walleye bite, but you know that's also not a bad place to to you know to try out as well if uh, um, you know you're not having much success with the uh, with the wing dams. But um, I would probably, like I said, I would probably start with the wing dams there, and then just uh, you know, like I said, take your pick whether you're using some kind of a crankbait, um, crawler harness, what have you. Uh, you'll, uh, you should be able to, f- to find some, some walleyes in there that, uh, and probably the occasional sauger, uh, mixed in for fun as well. And then just the, the last thing that I'm seeing here too, uh, in terms of the fishing, um, is the, the catfish bite is, uh, is still doing pretty good. Um, there, you know, you're looking for those little holes and things like that, that, uh, um, off the, uh, kind of adjacent to. Or along the main channel in there, places where they can just again hang out and wait for the the meals to come along. And um, but again, uh, if you want to fish those, just a you know a gob of night crawlers fish down close to the uh, bottom. Or if you can you know if you can see those places where those those little scour holes are or you know, pockets uh, in there, deeper pockets that uh, uh, the catfish tend to stack up in. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, you know, give that a give that a go as well. That's uh, that's always a a fun time, and I think one of the better tussles in terms of uh, uh, fishing out on the river. If if you're going to be uh, if you're looking for a, a good fight, um, I mean, and don't get me wrong. You know, I mean, it's fun to catch the bluegills. It's fun to catch the perch. It's fun to catch the walleyes. But uh, you know, you're you're looking at some of the the larger fish there with the the flatheads and the uh, the channel cats and things like that. Some of the there, 
I would I would consider them some of the larger fish, you know, relatively speaking, on the uh, on the river next to uh, carp, which is also, uh, you know, I think you probably if you wanted to do a little carp, you know, something like that, maybe just a, uh, you know, a larger minnow maybe for the carp, or uh, again just a, a big gob of night crawlers um, would do the same thing for. Uh, for the carp fishing as well, but yeah, some great some great opportunities for uh, for fishing here as well, um, especially uh, again for the good fight. Hey, yeah, I mean, there's you know there's the the occasional northern out there as well, and and there are some larger ones there, um, but uh, certainly not as numerous as you know carp or catfish anyway. So uh, it is uh, it is interesting. And, and uh, like I said, it can be a a real fun time if if that's what you're targeting, and um, you know, I'll put up a put up a good fight for you. Okay, it is eight twenty seven. I'm going to take a short break. Come back in just a moment, and we will continue with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY ninety six seven FM and five eighty AM. Brought to you by Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland in Shelby Mall and by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask. Rounds for Rescues is going to help so many loving dogs find their forever homes. From all of us at Midwest Family of Lacrosse, thank you so much to all of our teams who signed up to play a round of golf and support the Cooley Region Humane Society. And a special thank you to Bug Tussle Wireless, Al's Auto Body, First Business Solutions, and all of our whole sponsors for making Rounds for Rescues such a success. Golfers, we'll see you at Fox Hollow on Friday, October 9th. Rounds for Rescues with Midwest Family of Lacrosse. Where are you going? I'm going to Roscoe's. I need new tackle, and he has the best live bait as well. Well, are you going to take me with you? I was hoping so. You know, I'm not a good listener, and Roscoe knows fish. He'll tell us what's biting on what. Aw, so you do listen to me once in a while. I told you, everybody goes to Roscoe's. You know that. The moral of the story is, well, wives are usually right. And Roscoe's live bait in Toma is your fishing knowledge destination. Roscoe's is where everyone goes. Midwest Family Entertainment. Make your wedding exceptional with Midwest Family Entertainment. I'm Brittany Stiles, the manager at Midwest Family Entertainment, and I'm the one you'll be meeting with to discuss all of your fun, exciting details regarding your wedding. We create the ideal party atmosphere, complete customization, and flawless execution. You deserve the best entertainment for your special day. So let's get together and start planning. Head to our website and click on reservations to get started. See you soon. MidwestFamilyEntertainment.com Local and national sports, news and updates, information you can't get anywhere else, plus a full line of WKTY podcasts. It's all at WKTYsports.com. Sign up for the WKTY Sports Blast, courtesy of Blue Honey Biofuels, and absolutely free sports information email once a day on our website, WKTYsports.com. Check out old high school games in high definition, WKTYsports.com, the best local and national sports site you can find. If you'd like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. If a fighter loses by decision, he has to stand in the middle of the octagon while the sound system plays a thundering, booming rendition of Finish Him, while the winner gets one shot on the loser. And to all those armchair virologists, take a pill. Why don't you weenies go back to baking bread? Or putting puzzles together. Sincerely. Setting up a speakeasy CrossFit gym. Hoarding protein powder. Stimulus check fraud. Tap out. Don't miss the Jim Rome Show. Weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY.
WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It's 831. I'm Kevin Millard, your host. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. Uh, brought to you again by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma and also by Ace of Across Sportsland in the Shelby Mall. They'll get you pointed in the the folks over at Ace too. By the way, they'll uh, they'll get you pointed in the right direction if you want to uh, head on out and do a little uh, outdoor recreating this weekend, a little a little fishing action. They'll get you taken care of as well, so you can uh, you can enjoy that. Uh, let's see here. Let's uh, let's do a little uh, change things up here a little bit and uh, talk a little news here this morning. Uh, not necessarily fishing, but hunting, as a matter of fact. Uh, and I don't know whether it will affect that or not, but uh, state wildlife officials have confirmed that a tissue sample collected from a deer in Buffalo County has tested positive for the virus that causes epizootic uh, hemorrhagic disease, or EHD. Uh, the occurrence of the disease was identified after several landowners in Buffalo County uh, contacted the, the DNR uh, after finding... Uh, about uh, three dozen deer, uh, dead deer, north of Fountain City. Uh, earlier this month, uh, EHD was found in a deer from Oconto County. Um, in apparently where this this EHD comes from, uh, or the virus anyway that causes EHD is carried by midges, uh, small flies, you know, biting gnats or noceums. Um, and although it, it, you know it, it doesn't affect humans. Um, people are not at risk from developing any kind of a disease from the virus, even if they handle infected deer, uh, eat venison from infected deer, or are bitten by infected midges. Uh, EHD, according to the DNR anyway, is uh, common across the southern and western United States and occasionally shows up in the Midwest. Uh, it can be fatal to deer, especially in populations that have uh, have had limited uh, previous exposure to the virus, uh, such as here in Wisconsin, uh, and uh, I guess if there's a upside to it anyway, is that uh, the disease is usually short-lived, as the uh, gnats, midges, whatever you want to call them, that uh, transmit the disease uh, die with the first hard frost. So they uh, and and when deer are infected, according to the DNR, anyway. Uh, they they typically expire within seven days of infection, um, and it has happened. I mean, it has happened in Wisconsin uh, before. Uh, there was uh, last fall, I guess, there was an EHD outbreak in Crawford and uh, surrounding counties that affected approximately three hundred deer, uh, and then uh, there was a single case in twenty seventeen and twenty twelve. There was an outbreak. Uh, that uh, was suspected of killing about uh, almost 400 deer in Dane and Columbia counties uh, in the the central part of the state. And uh, again, like I, I mentioned earlier too, there was a uh, uh, a case from uh, with a deer from uh, Oconto County. So, um, if you uh, happen across uh, a deer carcass uh, while you're uh, out in the woods or whatever, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, Clinical signs of EHD in deer uh, include excessive salivation and foaming around the nose and mouth, appearing weak or approachable by humans, and carcasses found uh, in or near water sources, as infected deer will often lay in the water to cool down or drink. Um, and according to the DNR, um, they won't be collecting or removing the deer that are suspected to have died from EHD, uh, and deer carcasses, you know, or carcasses of deer that, that die from EHD aren't a threat to uh, spreading disease to other deer, um, as apparently the virus doesn't survive for long once uh, an infected deer dies. Um, but, yeah, you know, don't be poking at it or handling it. If, <laughs> this is what they uh, uh, recommend, um, as, uh, you know, there could be other things present as well. But, um yeah, you know, certainly. If if you see a, a sick or a dead deer, contact your individual county biologist there. Um, but that's uh, that's what's happening in in Buffalo County um, with the uh, with the deer population there. So uh, be aware of that too. 
and let's uh, let's shift gears maybe to something uh, uh, along those lines that uh, uh, track down here that uh, for the upcoming season, of course, um, and some of the classes have already started. Uh, but anyone who wants to learn how to hunt deer can register and sign up and participate in a series of uh, online classes that are being put on through the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources uh, for the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, classes cover a variety of topics, including deer ecology and habitat use, uh, scouting, identifying public lands, finding hunting land, picking a, a spot to hunt, and uh, what to do after the shot, and how to care for the uh, the meat from a, from a harvest. And uh, the classes here, uh, there have already been a couple that uh, have gone on on the 29th of September and then October 1st, but there's classes coming up on the 6th, 8th, uh, 13th, and 15th, and Anybody who wants to sign up can participate uh, in any or all of the classes. There's no cost to it. Uh, and then just uh, go to the – but you do need to sign up, and, and uh, post-event surveys are required here, according to the DNR. Um, all classes will be archived, so you can go back and look at them later. Uh, but details are available on the uh, the DNR, uh, the Minnesota DNR uh, Learn to Deer Hunt page. So that's uh, – uh, an opportunity, especially you know, for the the young hunters, it's uh, is probably a a worthwhile thing for them to to sit through. Or perhaps if you're a more experienced hunter, another a little uh, a little reminder, or you know, just a little refresher, never hurt anybody. Might learn something new. That's uh, uh, certainly a possibility. But again, yeah, they're they're coming up here in the next uh, next week and the next couple of weeks. So yeah, sign on up, uh, sign on up, and. Uh, Take part in those take part in those classes. And the last thing here in terms of the uh, the news this morning here is that uh, another fishing tournament is uh, is coming to the Lacrosse area, and that's going to be uh, coming up next August, mid August, uh, here on the the Mississippi FLW and Explore Lacrosse uh, said that the 2021 Tackle Warehouse title, uh, the Pro Circuit Championship, uh, is coming uh, August 17th through the 22nd. Here on the Mississippi River in Lacrosse, um, this uh, and even though they've had the the championship on the Mississippi before, that was down in Moline, a good ways from here. Uh, this is the first time the FLW has hosted its premier event uh, in Lacrosse. So, and certainly we're uh, no strangers to having fishing tournaments here anyway, and hopefully things will be a little bit more normal here for uh, the coming year but um it should be uh, interesting and certainly fun to uh, uh welcome them to the area here and i know we've had we had some tournaments here this year and um uh, certainly a little more low key than than normal here but certainly a lot of uh, a lot of bass fans here in the area and uh, it will be uh, it will be exciting to watch and and of course you know the nice thing is that is now is that the uh, the technology is such as that you know you can watch the anglers on the water uh they'll uh, the the note here that I got from the uh, uh explorer lacrosse folks is that each tackle warehouse pro circuit tournament uh features live on the water coverage plus television coverage on the outdoor and sportsman's channels uh, as well on uh on cable TV so even if you're, you know, not able to make it out to the uh, uh, weigh-ins and events and things like that, you can still uh, watch along the. Uh, uh, I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it'll probably be online. There'll be online coverage. I'm sure with part of that as well, and uh, that's going to be a. Uh, that'll that'll be fun. But yeah, um, about 150 of the the best anglers in the world will be in the area here competing for uh, uh, a big cash prize and title so that's uh again maybe something to mark on your calendar something to look forward to for the uh, uh for next august so that'll that will be that will be kind of fun so looking forward to that it is 8 41 i'm going to take a short break be back in a moment as we continue with wkty outdoors on wkty 96.7 fm 580 a.m
WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask. Where are you going? I'm going to Roscoe's. I need new tackle, and he has the best live bait as well. Well, are you going to take me with you? I was hoping so. You know, I'm not a good listener, and Roscoe knows fish. He'll tell us what's biting on what. Aw, so you do listen to me once in a while. I told you, everybody goes to Roscoe's. You know that. The moral of the story is, well, wives are usually right. And Roscoe's live bait in Toma is your fishing knowledge destination. Roscoe's is where everyone goes. My name is Bryce Crowley. I'm a design consultant, project manager for Kitchen Solvers. And I'm Jim from SignPro. We've got both vans that we that we use to operate. Yeah, they're both wrapped. Good design is something we really appreciate. We've got big graphics on them, big colorful kitchen pictures that draw people's attention. And we have people call all the time, yeah, we saw your van. We want you to come look at our kitchen. So. You know, Bryce, you bring up a really good point. You don't need a huge fleet to make vehicle wrapping effective. You have two vans wrapped. But they still really impact your image. Image is everything when it comes to a business. Get compliments on them all the time. A good vehicle wrap is an investment in your business. Most definitely investment. We get calls frequently that people saw our van, and and that's how we get the word of mouth. Our two installers, yeah, they're in there every day, so that's pretty much home for them. Being able to to look sharp going down the road is, is important to them. So to upgrade your company image and your mobile office, you know where to go. Go to a pro. Just like a table saw, not all contractors are created equal. Owner Daryl and his team at Dark Fox Enterprises will do what others won't. From seamless gutters and remodeling to new home building and handyman services. No hidden costs and their work is always guaranteed. They'll even clean up so well, you'd never know they were there. Whether you're starting fresh or need something fixed, call Dark Fox Enterprises. 608-863-3096. Again, that's 608-863-3096. From the woodlands to the bluffs, along the river banks and lakesides, you welcome those cool autumn colors as they creep their way in. Fall fishing is on your mind. The walleyes begin to move, and you're ready for steady action. At Ace Sportsland in La Crosse, they're just as excited. Not only do they sell the fishing gear you need, they use it too. They're sportsmen just like you. Fall brings some of the year's best fishing, so get out there. But first, get to Ace Sportsland in Ace of La Crosse on Mormon Cooley Road. Enjoy fall one cast at a time. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you for joining me on the program this morning here. And we'll uh, hop right back into it here in terms of the, uh, in terms of the fishing because uh, we're into, into the prime time this year. It, it is the prime time of the year anyway. And love being out on the, on the water this time of year because I always catch some nice fish. Just some nice big fish, and one of the things that uh, you know I talk about during the when, earlier in the program, we can talk about the conditions report. Is uh, 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 try to anyway is talk about the uh, uh, the current anyway. Um, in a couple of different, you know, it, you know, it, a couple of things related to current here, you know, uh, that make that help make it a great time of year to get out on the water maybe do a little walleye fishing that kind of thing or whatever um but um you know the, the i mentioned earlier in the program that the 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 river right now is is pretty stable in terms of the the river stage there and you know so good stable conditions for right now and you know we certainly have been challenged by that uh throughout the course of the year is uh uh you know but <laughs> if you spent any time on the water, yeah, you know, and and right now, I mean, you know, the flow right now is uh, we're looking at at right about uh, twenty six thousand cubic feet per second here in uh, pretty much across the board in the uh, in the area here too, and that uh, and again too, you know, that's another bit of stability here that that um, will kind of keep fish in in a general area there uh, as long as the food source is there, but. You know, again, we haven't had much 
uh, in the way of, of uh, you know, we've had, you know, a lot of current throughout the course of the year. I know it's been over 100,000, you know, I mean, four or five times, well, four times probably uh, uh, what it is now. But um, this time of year, a little less current, that's, uh, that's a good thing anyway, especially when, um, you know, as we, we get yeah, the walleye bite is good right now and will continue to get better here for the next uh, uh, several weeks. So, uh, you get it, you know, it, 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 uh, we're, we're into it now anyway. And, uh, on the plus side, um, another advantage too, that I'm just thinking about is that, you know, a lot of folks who've, uh, you know, they've already put their boats away for the year. So, you know, less fishing pressure, uh, more space and more opportunities to, uh, to catch some of those walleyes here. But, uh, you know, it's a, it's a pattern that if the conditions stay relatively stable, you know, should stay, should last until first ice um when i was putting the show together for today I, I, you know reading articles and and things along the line one thing that was kind of clear when it came to river fishing um several of the articles had pictures of fish and not surprisingly you know it, it could have been a stock photo but you know one thing i did notice in the background anyway was was something that um you know we've got here uh a dam um, you know, right now the, the, the wing dams are, are offering opportunities, but, um, you know, eventually those fish are going to be kind of concentrating a little bit more on the, the, up by the locks and the dams, um, you know, and, and certainly they're great places to check out. And, and, you know, we've got several here within a, a very reasonable driving distance. You know, we've got Dresback and Trempolo, Genoa, uh, Lynxville up to Alma, um, and and I'd be willing to bet there's several boats out by uh, up by Alma right now. That place, it seems like whenever I drive through there, there's always a boat or two out there, and probably a few more as well uh, today. I wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, um, you know, so with a, a little bit uh, a little slower water uh, and stable water, you know, walleyes maybe will be you know in some of these places. You know, there's going to be, and, and they'll find some of that calmer water around those dams, um, you know, uh, those little pockets, those little corners, places, you know, whether it's uh, terrain, uh, you know, that's visible, you know, a little point or something like that, um, little, you know, those upper corners, kind of like, you know, if you go up by Dresback there where the, the, the fishing float is, that corner in there, it's not, it's, yeah, it's it's below the dam, but it's kind of in a little pocket, if you will, Um uh, that that maybe doesn't have quite as much current. It's it does have some current. Don't get me wrong, but not anywhere near as if you you know moved out in more in front of the dam there. So you know those those are the kind of places that that you know you may want to be thinking about trying as well. In addition to the uh, the wing dams, but yeah, um, you know the other thing too is that um, the cool thing is is that you know they'll they can stack up in these these little pockets, those little places like that. Um, along just along the lines of the wing dams as well. So you know, uh, both of those kind of areas you know have some slack water spots where the fish can kind of congregate. Um, you know, and, and you can kind of see some of these locations visually, and certainly, you know, your electronics can help you maybe pick the depth and and you know fill in some of the other question marks for you as well. But, uh, you know, you should be able to see some of these areas that, that you know are, are just adjacent to that, 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 that main current there that, uh, uh, you know, the, the, they're just, it's just going to hold fish, you know. But, you know, regardless of location, these fish are moving towards their winter haunts here in the next several weeks. And, uh, you know, obviously they're, they're going to, maybe not thinking at all the time, but they're thinking about, you know, moving to their spawning sites for next spring and, you know, as they move from currented area to currented area, um, they hold in these slack water areas to to rest and to feed. Um, and certainly, you know, you've got plenty of opportunities to uh, to pick a few off. Uh, and you know, you've got options in terms of uh, of what to use. Of course, the one that I guess always comes to mind for me anyway is just a uh, a jig and a minnow combo. Um, or a jig in a plastic, um, but yeah, you know, just a, a jig tip with a nice size minnow, and you know, you can go big with them. Um, 
crawlers produce some fine results. Uh, plastics, uh, plastic worms in, in I, I don't know if I can tell you specific colors, but, you know, uh, ringworms, something, you know, with some contrast, some, some two-tone ones or, you know, something with some sparkle in them. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, they always, it always kind of depends. You know, like a day like this where maybe you're not going to get as much sunshine um, as opposed to tomorrow when it's supposed to be sunny, you know, something with a little, you know, a little sparkle, a little brighter color, something to make it a little bit easier for the fish to, uh, to see them as well. Um, you know, some, you know, if you're going to try a, a crankbait of some kind or another, you know, something like a silver or white or you know, things along those lines as well. Um, but, uh, I'm doing it back and, and, and I'll get back to, cranks here in just a moment but um you know in, in terms of the jigs anyhow you know like i said you can tip them with a nice big minnow um you can be more aggressive with them you know snap them up and down more so than you would with them you know uh, with the plastics anyway um you can be more aggressive with them um you know move them up and down put some uh put some you know you know motion into the thing Certainly, if you've got a uh, uh, plastic worm or something like that, you know that there's definitely motion that you can put into that. Um, can't tell you really specific colors because um, that seems to change daily. But um, I, I think the more important thing is is that you know um, the size of the jig matters too. Depending on where you know what that you know that little pocket that you're going to be fishing. Um, you want to you want to get it down there, even if there is a you know less current than in the the main part of the channel. There still might be a little you know uh, undercurrent and things like that. So you know, upsize your your jig maybe a little bit as well. You want to to a size that will help you stay in contact with the bottom. That's where the walleyes are going to be planted down close to the bottom, someplace you know in the, the first foot or two. So uh, it's it's critical to get whatever you're using, you know, jig and minnow, jig and artificial, what have you, and, you know, get it down there and keep it down there. Um, you know, and just, you know, might take a little doing whether or not, you know, you're fishing a, a, a quarter or three-eighths, half in, uh, half inch, half ounce jig, you know. So it just, you just kind of got to play with it and, and see which one is going to do the, the best job for you there. Um so that's something that uh, that you might want to think about as well uh, until you get the, the right one. One thing I thought that was interesting when I was researching the show uh, is about the use of, of braided super lines, and it was one of those kind of dumb moments uh, once I read it, that the uh, um, smaller diameter of the, the super line isn't going to drag as much in the current, which, you know, makes a, a whole lot of sense. You know, the smaller diameter means less drag, which means the... Um, Jig combo will be, it'll be just a little bit easier for it to stay in contact with the bottom and in the strike zone. Um, so that's uh, another thing to, uh, to keep in mind as well. So just a few thoughts sharing with you here this morning on, uh, on WKTY Outdoors about that. Uh, it's 8.55. I'm going to take uh, one last break here and then be back to wrap the show up for this Saturday in just a couple of moments. So stay tuned. Got a little bit more left for you here on WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma, and also by Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland on the South Side of Lacrosse and Shelby Mall. WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask. Hello, I'm Kevin Hoyer, candidate for the 94th Assembly District. Coming from a farm in West Salem where I still farm with my wife, where the hours are long, the work is hard, and you don't quit till the job is done. This work ethic mentality is what we need now more than ever in Madison, and that's why I'm running. As a La Crosse County Supervisor, I was one of only eight members who voted against the 68% pay raise for myself. We are facing challenging times. People in our communities are struggling and looking for certainty. For too long, we have taken a backseat to Madison. The Cooley region deserves better leadership. From COVID-19 to public safety, folks are afraid. 
Parents want their kids to be protected, and small businesses are eager to safely reopen. If elected, I will prioritize the Cooley region over Madison. I humbly ask for your vote on November 3rd. Learn more at electhoyer.com. I'm ready to get to work for you. Paid for by friends of Kevin Hoyer. If you're a sports fan, you can't afford to miss the Dan Patrick Show on WKTY. All right, let's bring in uh, Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated NBA senior writer. When do you think next season gets started? You know, I've said for, for weeks now, Dan, I think Martin Luther King Day, January 18th, is, is a reasonable starting point. Uh, I think the NBA would love to start on Christmas, but as you heard Adam Silver say, December just doesn't seem likely. That has everything to do with the union not wanting to rush this season start after finishing in mid-October. I don't think they go a full 82 games. I mean, everybody in the league office I've talked to has said, we don't want to compete with the Olympics. Getting out in mid-July is paramount. So if I had to guess right now, and as we all know, it's incredibly fluid, I would say January 18th, and it's a 60-something game season done by early to mid-July for Lewis. Don't miss the Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings 9 to 11 on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. your business thrive with integrated marketing solutions putting you top of mind get your sales growth in motion with midwest family your systematic solution for measurable marketing results midwest family midwest The air cools, colors change, the bluffs and the woodlands transform into that familiar look of fall. It's the part of the year you love. Hunting around here is as good as it gets in the Midwest. At Ace Sportsland in La Crosse, they can't wait either. Not only do they offer all the hunting and fishing gear you need, but their staff are also hunters, fishermen, and outdoor enthusiasts. So whether you hunt small game, waterfowl, or whitetails, get your gear from people who share your passion. Ace Sportsland in Ace of La Crosse on Mormon Cooley Road. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It's 8.59 and just uh, enough time to say thank you very much for joining me on the program today. And, and thank you very much for uh, for listening. I hope you enjoyed the program, got uh, informed a little bit and learned a few new things. Maybe uh, gave thought to something you want to try to do this weekend and get out and enjoy and, you know, and, you know. I don't want to do a little fishing. That's uh, very cool. Good opportunity. Good fishing. Good bite right now. And certainly uh, stop on the, you know one of the sponsors there, whether it's uh, Roscoe's and Toma there or Ace of Lacrosse, and they'll get you taken care of for bait and tackle and all that good stuff, and help you find the best fishing hole. Hey, I got to run. We'll see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors. Have a great weekend. Sports. Get up. KTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 